Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So, so stay, stay tuned, tuned and, and get, get ready, ready to get, get med ready. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Making of an Incredible MD podcast. This is Karim. And Gabby, we're here for the second episode of the year, continuing on with our GAMSAT theme. Today, we are focusing on section two, but before we jump in, we will do an acknowledgement of country. So we would like to acknowledge the traditional and rightful owners of the land in which we are recording on, which is, again, Yorta Yorta land. We would like to pay our respect to the elders past, present and emerging, and we acknowledge that the land in which we are on always was and always will be a Original land. Okay, so we spoke about section one last week, Karim, and now we're speaking about section two. So, do you have any specific memories, thoughts, feelings about section two <laughs> that you'd like to share with the crowd? Yeah, this was another one that um, I think I enjoyed a lot more than section one, actually. Like, section two with essay writing. You know, it's quite, I, I found it difficult, but it was a lot more enjoyable in section one because in section one, there's no creativity. There's a right answer you need to find. In mm. section two, it's all about creativity and your individual thoughts and opinions. Mm. Um, so I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was just nervous in terms of like, you know, my writing capabilities and, you know, could I actually write something that not only makes sense, but is, um, you know, an enjoyable read for the markers. Because, I mean, this is the only section that actually gets marked by someone, so you have yeah. to think about that. Yeah, true. And I guess we probably should mention, in case people don't know what section two is made up of, there are two essays that you need to write, one task A, one task B. You get given a quote set and have to write an essay based on that quote set. So the point is to pick out what the theme is um, and then write on that theme. And you have 60 minutes to do that, or 65 minutes if you include reading time, to write those two essays, which is quite of a push. Yeah, it's a bit of a thing, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's the only time in the game set where I really feel like you push for time. Yeah. I mean, like section three, maybe, but they've reduced the questions now. It used yeah. to be very long. Um, but section two, very push for time. Well, I feel like I was pushed for time for every section, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. Um but yeah, I agree with Karim. Section two is a really nice part of the GAMSAT because it's different to section one and three. You get this chance to be have a little bit more freedom, write what you want to write, and you have a chance to express yourself and really show the marker what your thoughts and feelings and, and opinions are, um, which is, is really nice. And it's a chance for you to write something that is important and, and thought-provoking, which is challenging but really... A nice change from the rest of the GAMSAT. And it's actually probably the only part of the GAMSAT that's applicable to real life because there's no other job that you go for where, you know, well, maybe actually, where like you have to do sort of like an aptitude test, which essentially is what the GAMSAT is. <laughs> yeah, true. But writing your opinion is something you'll have to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah. I think in that regard, probably more relevant than Section 1 and Section 3. Yeah. But anyway... And people like to argue that Section 2 is sort of like med interviews, mm. like they give you a topic and you have to express your opinion on it, but you just have to do it in a more formal written sense yeah. than what you do in the interviews where you're just discussing it to someone. Um, so, yeah, I sort of agree with that. 
but at the same time, it is important to remember that technically, ASA aren't marking you on whether or not your opinions are correct or incorrect. Yes. They are marking you on how well you can um, convey your opinions, your um, ability to be able to verbally communicate, um, as well as your ability to be able to pick out what the topic actually is um, from the quote set given and write something that is memorable and, and thought-provoking. Yeah. Your ability to articulate something, essentially. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point, right? Like, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, can you convey your idea? And I think, like, it goes, if we're talking about, like, what is the point of Section 2, it's really, you know, being able to discuss your point of view with someone else. Yeah. Which you'll have to do... Every uh, day. Every day, <laughs> as a doctor or dentist. Mm. So, like, it's really, really important that you have that skill before you get into medicine because that's something they're definitely looking for. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. So that transitions well into study tips. Do you have any golden study tips, Karim? Um, yep, so definitely practice writing your essays back-to-back. -back. I found it a lot more exhausting having to write two essays uh, in one hour than just practicing writing one essay in half an hour. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely try practicing to time. Uh, you know, and if you start off feeling like you need a little bit more, like 45 minutes instead and like, what, shave, you know, the minutes down to half an hour. Shave them down. Yeah, like that's definitely... Um, a good tip, I would say. Like, I think that's how I started. Like, mm. So I probably needed, like, 40 minutes to start it off and then, you know, with a bit more practice, got it down a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely practice writing back-to-back because -back, um, coming up with two sets of ideas, you know, limited planning time, half an hour to write in each is much harder than just doing, like, you know, five minutes reading time in um, one essay. Yeah, absolutely. And what I found hard was when I first started writing two essays back to back, those two essays would sort of just end up saying the same thing <laughs> because I found it really hard to distinguish my thoughts between the two essays. So I ended up just merging the two topics into one, um, using like the same examples and things like that, which some people do and maybe that's okay. Um, but as I practiced a little bit more, I was able to make, you know, two individual essays that were good enough to stand alone that had different examples and different ideas in them, um, which is quite hard so yeah as soon as you can start practicing writing two essays back to back under timed conditions um, and start getting start refining your process a little bit more so that you can get it done to a high standard within that time and I think that ties in really well to my tip of making sure that you have a strategy or a game plan with your timing so we spoke about this for section one same thing for section two and probably section three you need to have a game plan you know, whether that be your specific strategy for what you're going to do in your planning time, okay? So you, are you going to have five minutes to plan both essays at once or are you going to have five minutes per essay to plan? And how are you going to plan? Are you going to use your scrap piece of paper or are you going to do it on the computer? Are you going to draw a mind map or are you going to write topic sentences? You really need to think about that and get it really nutted out before you sit the gamsat so that then when you do sit down to take the test you know exactly what you're doing your confidence isn't shook around you've got this game plan you can stick to it um and it will really set you up for success yeah absolutely and um you know like with that as well sometimes it's worth practicing just the process that you're going to go through so like if you practice just going through the quotes 
um, I found that really helpful. Like if you don't have, you know, an hour to write two essays, maybe you just want to practice like how you would make a plan in mm. five minutes. Yeah. Um, for a set of quotes, I found that really helpful as well because often the hardest thing about writing these essays is figuring out what your opinion is. Yeah. Um, and finding I, examples to back those opinions yeah, up as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember I would sort of start out by just scribbling down random words about what I thought about the topic mm. and then I would write down topic sentences and refine my thoughts. But I had to do that all in five minutes. I found that really challenging. Yeah, and, and that is something we try to do with our students at Halad as well for Section 2 is do these mini exercises, 10, 15-minute exercises of getting a bunch of different quotes, trying to figure out what that common theme is because that can be much harder than students think as well. And then doing those mind maps like Karim said or just writing random words that help trigger ideas inside of you, um, maybe writing down different examples that link to different ideas that link to the theme, all about training yourself to think about ideas and high quality examples and opinions in a really short amount of time so that then when you have to do that in the exam setting it's it's not really daunting and overwhelming so another tip i think is if it's your first time writing in a while make sure that you trial different types of writing um, and think about what your strengths and weaknesses are so like if you're a creative writer and you want to write a short story by all means go for that Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And get lots of opinions on that as well. So if you've got friends that are also studying for the GAMSAT or have done the GAMSAT before, get them to read your writing and, and give you feedback on it, as well as you reading over your writing and giving yourself feedback. I think that is so key to reflect on your own writing first and then get feedback from other people. Um, if you don't have anyone that you know that could help you with that, we do have a Halad um, Section 2 essay marking service where you can submit your essays and they will be marked by two different tutors just to give you that extra feedback um, to help implement different strategies to improve on your essays. But I think it really is important to read back over your writing and you know critically evaluate your writing first before getting feedback from other people. And I think that leads to like the final thing, which we've already sort of touched on, but it's really important to have a game plan for section two. Um, my game plan was very much, you know, reading time, just analyze the different quotes, try to figure out what the theme is. And then from there, try to think of different ideas first and then link the ideas to examples that I know. And I had a very set planning structure, this like table method that I came up with and all my students would know about. Um, I would use that every time without fail. Um, but Karim, did you have a specific game plan for section two? Yeah, I did. So mine was, oh God, I haven't done this in a while, so I can't really remember. I think it was something along the lines of um, I would read the first five quotes in the five-minute reading time and just spend that entire five minutes thinking about what I was going to write. I'll then spend another couple of minutes just jotting down a few different ideas um, and they would translate to my, um, like, the first sentences, the topic sentences I would use mm. for each paragraph. Uh, and then I'll do exactly the same thing for the second one. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't really feel like I got, I got stuck. Unless, I think the, the bit I got stuck in would be figuring out the ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And that is hard, and that's what you really need to practice. And there's different strategies for this, um, which is sort of hard to go over in a podcast setting. But if you check out Howard Health's YouTube channel, there are a couple of recordings from free events that we've held where we give tips and tricks about this. Um, but you want to have some sort of plan or activity for what you do if you really can't think of any ideas that relate to the topic. So 
There's a thing called theme-based writing, which I'll get you all to read about in your own time or listen to on our YouTube channel um, because it is really hard to describe, but that can be a technique of how you can go about overcoming those situations where um, you can't think of any ideas. Yeah. And is it about writing to a specific Theme. Yeah, so you pick out a theme um, that is broad enough that it relates to any topic that you may get at the GAMSAT, but is also unique enough that will help you create really powerful essays that aren't just your stocked standard ones that everyone right. else is going to have. So I think that actually leads on to our next part, which is yeah. myth-busting. Um, so the first myth that I've heard a lot about is um, you can't memorise an essay and do well. But it sounds like you're saying you can memorise a theme. Well, yes. So this is <laughs> this is what, I, what I'm worried about. I want to talk about this and there is a fine line that I don't want to cross. I absolutely do not support pre-writing essays, memorising them and then, you know, word vomiting them in the GAMSAT because not only does that go against the whole point of the GAMSAT, um, but also it's really hard to pull off, I think, because you don't know what topic you're going to get. Yeah, unless you memorised an essay for a specific topic and with those specific quotes and then those quotes happen to come up, which is very hard to pull off. Which is, if you know, I was a betting woman, <laughs> I would have put my money on it. <laughs> the odds are against you. <laughs> it's very unlikely. Yeah, it's very unlikely. That's yeah. So it's it's not really worth spending all that time memorizing an essay that probably isn't going to fit. But what I am saying with theme based writing is that you can have a certain theme that you are passionate about. For example, my theme was rural health, and rural health can be tied into lots of different topics. You know, um, about government legislation, about um, the one that we got was something like globalization or something like that. Um, something along those lines, which is can be tied into. But then it can also relate to some task B topics, you know, um, like love, family, things like that. It can be – see, it's like a broad enough topic that it can fit into both a bunch of different task A topics and a bunch of different task B topics. But it's also not me memorising an essay. It's just me having a bit more knowledge and passion about a specific topic that makes it easy for me to fall back on that for ideas. So I wouldn't always write essays about rural health, but whenever I was stuck, when I got a topic, I would just say, right, how does this topic relate to rural health or rural health care or living in a rural area? Um... Does that make sense, how I did that? Yeah, so it's like viewing the quotes through the lens of rural health. Absolutely, yeah, because it relates it to something that I'm passionate about, so it's easier for me to come up with ideas. And also, I know a few more examples about it, especially when I was studying for the GAMSAT. Like, I was reading rural health articles and listening to rural health part uh, podcasts all the time. So I had a lot of different examples in my head, so it was really easy to fall back on that um, for ideas. So if there is something that you're really passionate about, I do recommend having that as sort of like a theme that you can bring up when stuck for ideas. But I don't recommend writing an essay and then reproducing it in the GAMSAT because... Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, it's it not a bad. good idea. It just yeah, looks bad. It yeah. looks like you're trying to force something. Yeah, and I think... A marker can absolutely tell. You know, we mark mock exams and there's a couple of times where I just read the essay and I'm like, 
what? <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the topic usually. So it's yeah. easy to pick. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. And even if it is a brilliantly written essay, you know, very fluent, strong ideas, strong opinions that are, you know, very eloquently written, great examples, unique essay, if it doesn't relate to the topic, I can't give them a good mark because it isn't answering the question, essentially. And that's, that's what they say. That's the instructions. It's like respond to one or more of the quotes yeah. above. So, yeah, you need to make sure that you, you do that. Yeah. It's yeah. like someone asking you, um, what is water made up of and you writing seven? <laughs> <laughs> Not answering the question. Not answering the question. You uh, need to answer the question. <laughs> and then just the final thing as well is like make sure you – like I think a myth is that you need to memorise quotes to yeah. do well in your essay. Um, it's just not the case. Like yeah. it's about arguing your idea well. Um, it has nothing to do with, like, how good of an example you can give. Although, if you can give great examples, that's just of benefit. But, like, you yeah. don't have to have quotes memorised. No, by, like, um, random historical figures. Yeah, and the, the worst part of that is, like, sometimes students will memorise quotes and then just try to force them into a topic that they don't yeah. belong to. Yeah. And it just looks really clunky. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, try to avoid doing it if you can. Yeah, it's, it's not one of those things that if you look at, like, study efficiently it's not one of those things that has a large payoff instead i would recommend you know um reading different things or gaining different examples from talking to people listening to the news listening to different podcasts and opinion pieces um to get examples but not memorizing them so that you can write them down word for word like a quote um, that isn't you know an effective use of study time yeah, and that's pretty much it for section two. Um, mm. A bit of a shorter episode today, but hopefully one that you guys found really useful. Um, yeah, section two can be really fun because you get to express your point of view, and I think um, it's I found it quite easy to study for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it helps break up all of those you know, multiple choice questions that you're churning through for the other sections. But if you do want some more help and, and guidance with section two, definitely check out the Halad Health Facebook and YouTube page where we have lots of different recordings from our webinars, slide sets from our webinars and things like that that you can go back to and use as a free study resource. Um, we may also have some live events coming up, so that's why you should um, follow our Facebook page to stay up to date with any of that. Um, and yeah. our essay marking service as well at Hallard. You yeah. can just Google that. Yeah, yeah. And that's open for you to get some feedback on your essays, which is key. Very important. But thank you all for listening to the podcast today. Make sure you tune into our next episode about the GAMSAT, which will be all about the devil section, section three. <laughs> the third part of a three part series. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part. Right. Yes, yet to come. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Please like, share, and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.